The following podcast will contain graphic, disgusting, crass, foul, mature, and immature content. I'm Roscoe Toscobble. A half-elf rogue. I'm sure I'll help you with your problems. For money. This is Sir Colvick Darkseed. I'm a half orc cleric. And I'll happily show you my talking stick. This is Melvin Hardmeat. I am a high elf wizard. And so far, I have set zero clouds on fire. I'm the very good adventuring team. And now you're free. I'll pee on the hands. As a free action, you pee on the hands. They are peed on. <laughs> <laughs> I guess what I'm what I figured out is that these aren't controlled by Chosen, and she doesn't have, really have a way to communicate these, or maybe these hands aren't even being caused by her or something, so. That's a weird Devil's Went Down to Georgia song. <laughs> Devil Went to Georgia to recharge his crystal. He's looking for a crank to grab. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Why would you want to give me this axe? Because I don't want to hold it with her it's so close to me. Why Why do you think I, I want it? I, I'm just going to... Does she have any armor on? Uh, she's wearing leather armor. I'm going to tell her to take off her armor. <laughs> Hey, Roscoe, like, you're the potion man. Oh, thanks. I wasn't feeling that great. <laughs> you can stop running away. <laughs> <now. laughs> you can stop running now. This thing is from hell. Maybe it's here to pay me back for killing the clown kid. <laughs> I tried to tie the chosen one and not my junk. I can tie my junk just fine. You should tie chosen one to your junk. And then spin around. And then, yeah, like a, like a fork in the spaghetti noodle. <laughs> <laughs> that is so weird. That is so weird. Okay. In the middle of combat, Melvin's just like, you have six seconds to make a decision. You make your life. Run down, okay? You tell me. I'm decide saying, with my team decides. That's what Roscoe they do. asked who had the endless squirting bottle, and I and you yeah. raised your hand, mm-hmm. and then you're like, "Hey, I have it," but mm-hmm. that's that's all you get to know. Yeah, <laughs> because she was out of range before, and now she is right in range, like two feet from you. Okay, and you still can't tell me what that will accomplish, but you want me to do anyway, like a good leader. I, I like I said, it wasn't my idea. No. It was Roscoe's. <laughs> it was a good idea, I guess, at the time, but now it sucks. But <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead. You and, made your go ahead and make your attack uh, roll. Yeah, I'm gonna take my attack roll. Uh, twelve. That's enough to hit. Okay, roll me some damage. Oh shit! I didn't stop using that dice. Uh, nine. Nine is enough. You smash away the hands of the sisters. And they are retreating back into the soil, so you are now free. Okay, I'll make my movement and move south 
uh, directly beside of Roscoe. And I will hold... Actually, I'll do it the other side between Roscoe and Melvin and hold my position. Okay. Um, so keep in mind that you guys are in difficult terrain with all those ball bearings. <laughs> I mean, they're ball bearings that are in dirt, so I haven't been making you guys do like crazy zany dexterity saves every time, but it does make it difficult terrain. Whoa, 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 whoa. Melvin, it's over to you. Um, <laughs> you have six seconds. Yeah, exactly. What are you going to do? Huh? <laughs> Uh, I'm not going to do anything. Um, You're not going to go sit on her or do anything? That'd be that weird. Get out? Yeah, that's a little gross and weird, Colvick. Um, <laughs> I'm going to <laughs> tell Chosen um, she's she's basically staying there in front of the, in uh, in the middle of those ball bearings. But I'm going to tell her to let us tie so her if up. So a child is possessed, their uh, command is issued. Allow yourself to be tied up. Okay. Dominate ticks down one turn. And oh, the brothers are going to pick a target. That target is... The bros. Hands of the bros. I thought about naming that actually, but... Uh, that target is going to be Roscoe. So Roscoe, give me a save. 28. 28 is enough to save. Chosen just lays there. Hands oh, the sisters... Choosing Roscoe again. More hands burst up. Ball bearings go flying everywhere. Are they lady? They're non-gender specific hands. You can't tell if they're manly hands or not. Skeleton hands. They just look like dirty hands. (laughs) Fourteen. Fourteen is not enough to save. So you are grappled. Melvin, you have a negative one on charisma. I'm not very charismatic. So I'm held by which hands? You are held by the hands of the sisters, and why can't I click on Colvican? Better of the two. Yeah, you have the lighter sort of duty there. Um, You are just grappled, so you can't move. In other words, your speed is zero, uh, but you're free to do anything else. And it is your turn. Hmm. Fucks things up for me. All right, I'm going to take my... You know what, you're right next to Kolvik. You could ask him for the stupid bottle of squirting. Hey, hand me that bottle of squirting. Hey, hand me the bottle of squirting. (laughs) I will not hand you that bottle of squirting because there's better things to do at this point since you're that close. Because we have awesome inventory items that we can all use at this point. That's what I was originally going to do. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. I'll take my immovable rod. Hey! And I will... Better than a goddamn squirting, whatever. Pin the chosen down and activate it. Okay. You're just going like across the back, basically. She's laying face down. Yeah, I think that's mm-hmm. what we specified, right? You said lay face down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's laying face down. Yeah. Just right down her <clears throat> back. Okay. Uh, so that takes an action to activate that rod, and that is done. Anything else on your turn? Uh, nope. Nothing I can do. I don't think. Magic bean ticks down. One more. Six rounds to go. I feel like we're going to get, like, all set up here. Everything's under control. (laughs) (laughs) The fucking magic bean's going to ruin everything. (laughs) I'm looking forward to it. Wild card. It's going to spot uh, like a fucking pyramid or something. The uh, mummy lord. (laughs) On my turn, I'm going to locate myself behind Melvin there and Dean 20 and go ahead and lay my 
a movable rod by her feet and pin her down there as well to try to concrete that hold. Okay. You do that. That is done. Um, over to Melvin. I want to grab the, the, and the endless geyser from me too. Yeah, I'm going to go down there and grab it from you. Too bad for my butt. Can you guys get in a slap fight over it? <laughs> I really want to see you get in a slap fight over it. That's it. That's what I want to do. I want to go down the culvert, culvert and get the bottle and squirt it if I can. I'll go lead to hold it against him and not let him do it. Hold my hand up pretty much and resist him from doing it. Well, he's, I mean, he is floating above you. Yeah, I'm well, get that like, up above him. I'm going to go ahead and try to hold my hand so he doesn't come near me. Grab his hand and lift him way high up in the air. Well, he, I don't know if I can just do that. And then drop him. He'd <laughs> <laughs> break my leg. Hurting everything. Over this. Do you want okay, to slap so, fight me right now? Uh, so if you want to make... You make an attempt to... You want to rock, paper, scissors me for this? Float over and take the, uh, the bottle of squirting from Kolvik. Uh, I'm going to have you both make a dexterity check. Dexterity check. <clears throat> Ooh, yes. I might have a shield for this. Can I cast Dominate Person on Kolvik? <laughs> you have got to be out of fifth level spell slots by now. <laughs> if you've got a fifth level slot available, you can. No, I, I just have a saving throw, so. <laughs> dominate Person, charge up your crystal. <laughs> <laughs> Um, right, we're just gonna give this Dexterity. A I don't know how much I can get away. I, don't, I, I definitely yeah. don't have any fifth level. I got a one. <laughs> and I got a ten. Nice. Alright, well, um <laughs> it takes so, to Melvin, you uh I, I mean it would still be a struggle because I mean it just would be a struggle because he's trying to keep it away from you, so I'm gonna call that your action. Um I let me Remember, does the decantler, decanter of endless water require an action? Endless squirting. But I'm trying to, like, call it by the real thing since I have to look it up. No. <laughs> Mine. <laughs> Stop it. It squirts. I can't believe you took that from me, man. You can't? I can't. Uh, I, can, I can believe it. Yeah, I can too, but it's just right in the middle of why battle. Are being, why are you being so belligerent? On what? Why, why won't you give me this stupid decanter? Because we have control of the situation. I'm afraid what you're going to do because of your pride. What are you talking about? What do you mean, what am I talking about? What pride? <laughs> uh, I'm going to interrupt you guys arguing the and pride. let you know that it is an action to remove the stopper and speak one of the command words. So you now have the decanter, but you cannot um, open it up this turn yet. I'm never giving it back, by the way. <laughs> And I will just fly 15 feet back up into the air then. Okay. Uh, so I'm just going to move you. It's now called Melvin's Endless Decanter. <laughs> <laughs> Dominate person ticks down one turn. And the hands of the brothers. In the middle of this battle, we're doing this. Target. Huh? All right. Uh, Roscoe, they're going to go after you. <laughs> Bros? Oh, bros are going to go for you. What did Roscoe do? 24. 24 is enough to avoid those hands. Uh, Chosen really can't do anything at this point. Uh, and then the hands of the sisters also going after Roscoe. Give me another roll. 18. And that is enough to save. Exactly enough, in fact. And Roscoe, it's back to your turn. Hmm. What 
to do. When in doubt, run away. <laughs> Didn't you just run to here? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I yeah. pinned her down with my immovable rod, and then I ran away. My HP is still 14. Okay. Excellent. You guys are really acting as a great cohesive team right now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can picture the playbook, you know, with the little X's and O's and the arrows on the football field. Uh, Magic Bean, five turns remain. Kulvik, it is back to you. We need to wrap this up in five turns. We need to start attacking the Chosen. Um, I'm After actually going to... Uh, you know, a great way to do that is to run away from her. <laughs> have a bump. I'm going to try to... I don't have any advantage, but it makes sense to intimidate the, the Chosen and ask, what do you want with us? I'm sorry, say that one more time? I would like to ask the Chosen, what do you want with us, but use intimidation to try to get an answer out of her. Mm, all right, roll me some intimidation. Yeah. It's going to be a solid uh, five on intimidation. That is not going to be enough to intimidate. What do you want from us? <laughs> Come on, tell her. Well, I don't have my water anymore, so she's not scared. Mm-hmm. Ah. Um, I'm going to go ahead and move, and I'm going to sit in the middle of her side to concrete our uh, ways of her staying and where she's at. I'm going to sit on her. Okay, over to Melvin. I'm going to uh, give her a good squirting. Okay. So you activate, you by the way do have uh, the choice between, uh, what was it, like three modes? Three modes, uh, like a, from a from a gentle pour to a geyser, which one would you like to do? Somewhere in the middle, like I'm not trying to drown her on the ground, but okay. enough to try to power wash any <laughs> you know, built up dirt and debris. Like a three PSI, not real uh, yeah. intense, but... Uh, so Melvin decorks the decanter and issues the command word, spraying off the figure that is on the ground. Dun, dun, dun. Dramatic reveal for all of you who've been paying attention. I don't think it'll be too big of a surprise to see that there is a big poof of blue hair that is revealed under the ash and uh, skin markings and colorations matching that of a clown. <gasps> Of a savage war clown. Oh. oh my god! Clown from hell. Avenging itself. As it should. I should just let it kill you guys. <laughs> <laughs> While you hover above and watch. <laughs> that looks like it sucks. Sucks <laughs> to suck. I mean, you can just like... Now's your chance to kill her again. You can hold us, hold us and then fly us all up and then... I can't, but... See, I can't just, like, fly you guys. I don't think I can lift that much with this amulet. Like, only, like... You can hold all that ego. You can hold us. Oh, man. Digging into that. I know. It's a lot of shade. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. You couldn't even hold on to that decanter. I don't think you could even hold on to me. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's you holding on to me, then. All right, Melvin. uh, Did you want to move or anything else on your turn? Throw any more shade? Anyone, any shade? Receive shade? Um, I'm going to... Well, it's a clown anyway. They didn't even talk the last time. So, mm-hmm. but apparently this thing understands me. We should light on fire. <laughs> well, you, you've got like a telepathic bond to issue commands. So there's like... And, you know, I think we've established this in the past that basically everything understands common. Okay. Well, then I... 
dude, I don't know what the right thing to do here is. Any thoughts, guys? Like, well, so far, I mean, it beat the crap out of Roscoe, so I'm almost holding no. In fairness, Roscoe did kill her. <laughs> Here's what I'm gonna do: is I'm gonna give you guys, I'm gonna give you guys like time to discuss thoughts and strategy. I'm gonna say that it costs you one round of combat. Hell no. But the uh, uh, the hands won't pop up during that round. So we'll just say you guys have a little bit of time to discuss if you want to take that. Otherwise, you've got to choose what you're doing. You have six seconds. I'm, I'm a little dumbfounded with what has been revealed. So I'm just going to look at the guys and be like, what should we do here? Are we taking a full round or are we just moving forward? I don't think we should take a full round. I think let's wing it. All right. Same. Dominate ticks down. One round gone on that is four remaining. Hands of the bros. Uh, that's gonna go after Roscoe again. Man, really, it's just going crazy after you. In fairness. <laughs> 25. 25 is enough to save. Chosen is, well, still just laying there. Hands of the sisters going after Kolvik this time. Kolvik, give me a save. And what uh, is that? Toys? Strength? Uh, dexterity. Or dexterity, strength, whatever. Or, well, you can do either. Okay. So strength, strength. is your better one, you said? Yep. Um, 19. 19 is enough to save. Roscoe, it's back to you. All right. Ten rounds in. This is the longest combat we've ever had. Mm-hmm. I'm sure our listeners are feeling it. I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> so now, uh, seeing who it is, I'm going to yell from my very far away vantage point. <laughs> hey, uh, I'm like really sorry about what happened. Can you return from whence you came? Try to persuade it to leave. Okay, you can definitely try to persuade. 21. 21 is not going to be enough. There any number that would have been enough. <laughs> no, but, you know, I want you to roll for fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, based on what you guys have seen and experienced so far, um, well, and I, I guess technically only Melvin really knows this, but why not share it with the group that this is sort of like a, a thoughtless being. Like, you're not going to be able to, like, Melvin's been able to issue commands because those words are understood, um, but this thing is on a path and you are not going to sway it from that path. I will save you further attempts at trying to do so by telling you that. But Still my then, turn? Um, no. Yeah, I'd say no, because you did make an attempt to persuade. So, we'll, uh, you can move if you want to, or take a bonus action. Um, move up just a little bit. Okay. Magic Bean decrements. Four turns remain. Kolvik, it is over to you. Man, I'm just more excited about this bean than anything else. That's pretty going to be pretty cool. Um... Just knowing what I have seen from its eyes and from trying to persuade it, it's not going to stop. It's just going to continue doing what it does, which is really unfortunate. So I'm going to try to do an inflict wounds on it, um, sit up right towards its head, and we'll do it at a high level spell. That Terminator is out there. It can't be bargained with. It can't be reasoned with. It doesn't feel pity or remorse or fear. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Inflict those wounds. Okay. We'll do it as a fifth level. Here, fifth level. Let me go ahead and get that going. For um, 38. All right. So your attack roll was a 19, Chronic which is a hit. On a 38. And you do 38 damage. 38 damage is done. 
Anything else on your turn? Um, yeah, for my bonus action, I'm going to honk at the nose if it's there. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. You honka. Yes, honka. Melvin, over to you. Uh, oh, wait, I'm sorry. There's a thing that happens in the middle there, which is a wisdom save. Uh, and with a critical success at 27, the dominate person is broken after receiving that damage. Um, this creature is fully pinned down and restrained, though, with those mm -hmm. two immovable rods. You can, with like a DC 30 strength check, move one immovable rod. I'm going to say with two, though, there's just no chance. This thing is completely pinned down. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> um, all right, so I'm going to throw my Pearl Slammer at Chosen. All right, give me an attack roll. Um. <laughs> you suck. There's no. I can't get. I can't roll a zero. <laughs> Some, something's oh not right. God. Show me a dice with a zero. <laughs> that would be. If Melvin. anybody had it, did you if, hover over the zero? <laughs> if anybody could throw it. Zero in. equals zero. <laughs> a zero d six. If anybody do a zero, it's Melvin. Ah, uh, that's what we get for stealing my decanter. Suck it. <laughs> uh, oh, it's because there's nothing there. What did I say was the damage on that thing? Uh, it says 1d6. <laughs> oh, that's just like default text. I thought we said it was like 2d6. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, and I was saying that this was a dexterity-based thing. And I'm going to give it that. 2d6 plus 2. Plus 4. With your attack roll of 20, roll some damage. Rolling, and 11. 11 total damage. How's she looking? Um, not quite bloodied yet. She's tough. But here's the thing, is you guys have this creature completely subdued. And as entertaining oh. as it would be to make you guys go through and like dick around and make all the individual rolls and everything. Um, I feel like that gets boring real quick, and there's no chance that she's going to fight back. The worst thing that can happen from those hands is that they like hold you still for a little bit, and then you break out eventually. So I'll give you the option right now to say, are you going to kill this thing? I say yes. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Alright. Three votes for yay. You kill this thing. Decapitate, poke in the head, destroy. Oh, we don't... <sighs> We have so many cool things to do. Well, you, I mean, if you got a cool way to do it, go ahead and tell me. I mean, it's cinematic, did you, right? Did you want to set it on fire? That thought had crossed my you mind. You rolled by Yeah, you kind of read my mind. <laughs> I was actually thinking you should do it, because you have yet to let, light something on fire, but... I light things on fire all the time. Fireballs. A clown. A clown. You have yet to light a clown on fire. Would you like to do it? I'm just going to go ahead and pass on that opportunity. Alright. So, uh, that's kind of your thing, Kolvik. I know you really enjoy setting clowns on fire. Were you going to do the lighter fluid, or am I, or...? I don't care. Okay. At this point. No, it... I feel no sympathy seeing... I feel like Kolvik's like, looking around, he's all excited, he's like, Hey, do you guys want to set this clown on fire? Do you want to set it on fire? We just... Uh, I can set it on fire, but I don't have to. He's like a living being, or like a demonic form. Right now, it's a sentient... I mean, it's not a... It's not a real sentient being. It's under the the, the 
disguised of something else, and we cannot save it unless From you hell. want. What? I don't even think it's the clown. I think that's the that's just fucking with our, our heads. I think it's the clown. You think so? Yep. All right. I'm gonna take out the axe that I have, and then. From like 15 feet up in the air, I'm just gonna take like the biggest swing possible from 15 feet up and then chop its head off. That oh, like a superhero landing, yeah. except mm-hmm. it coming down with oh, the axe. That's really cool. Yep. Yeah, that's really, really neat. Okay, so here's how this plays out. And then I light on fire. Give <laughs> <laughs> me time it to happen at the same time. Just <laughs> in case. So, as the last blow is struck from this axe swinging from way, way high above and Melvin's uh, arcing superhero landing, like right as the axe severs, there is another giant volcanic plume of ash uh, that blows up like kind of just to the east of where you guys are all standing now. And out from it steps a massive demon. It's over seven feet tall and that's not even counting the big curled horns up at the top. Its hair is green, a giant green afro, and its skin is the multicolored paint of the war clowns. In his left hand, he's holding a long looped chain of silver studded with gemstones. He reaches his right hand down and like dis- like disengages the two, um, uh, what do you call them, immovable rods, and just kind of sets them aside. It picks up the body of this warrior with that hand, kind of waves its left hand um, towards the armor and it just disintegrates into dust. And then it waves its left hand towards the axe and it just disintegrates into dust. He looks at the three of you and says, I am Bozobub. You've killed many of my children. <laughs> I'm glad that one landed. Bones above. Bones above. Okay. Bones above continues. This death had very little honor, but I will accept this final sacrifice. Bring this child home. Since you have defeated my children, I will give you a gift. I understand you're looking to cleanse the chalice of Chad's tainted soul. Only the blood of an angel can do this. And with that, another giant rush of ash and smoke engulfs the demon, obscuring him from your view. And when the air clears, the warrior and the demon are both gone. You're surrounded by just a pile of ball bearings scattered around the road. And then before you can do anything else... Man, the cutscenes are pretty heavy, huh, this Yeah, game? they are. Bozo Bob. <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> Not very good. I like that a lot. Dude, I have had that one in my back pocket for mm-hmm. fucking weeks. That what, was what's awful. the normal demon's name? Beelzebub? Beelzebub. Beelzebub. Uh, you know what? Roscoe, give me, uh, give me some percentile dice. Percentile dice. You're the one that planted the bean. Oh, shit. 38. 38. Aw. In the place where the uh, bean was planted, <laughs> a small campfire with blue flames <laughs> springs forth. <laughs> yes. It's the same one we had when we killed stupid Marcus. Yeah. yeah. Is that? Yeah. yeah. What's the campfire do? I don't remember. It just internal just flame. Yeah. I mean, it both him the flame, but well, right now it's... We can rest around. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's blue flame. That's cool. That's a really perfect yeah. comedic image of you guys like looking at this demon and it's like, bruh, 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 stuffing words. <laughs> and then just behind you is like, bloop. Uh-huh. Fuck it, dude. Let's take a rest. <laughs>
<laughs> nine rounds of built-up tension over what this bean is going to do. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, it's like one of those little, uh, what do you call them? The, the little, it looks like a champagne thing and you pull the string that's like, pop. The party poppers. The party uh -huh. popper and there's like eight pieces of confetti in it. <laughs> so his gift to us was the knowledge of what it will take to... Uh, mm -hmm. An angel will... Uh, I mean, so far you killed a rabbit, no problem under duress, so an angel <laughs> should be no problem, right? Well, you don't necessarily have to kill an angel to get its blood. Yeah. Oh, did it say just the blood? Mm -hmm. Blood. Hello there, VGAT fans. How's the week been treating you? Anything exciting going on in your life? It's been a pretty steady week here, nothing too exciting to report. Mostly we're just chugging along through winter and recording and all that fun stuff. Downloads are steady, Patreon is steady. Thanks, as always, to all of you who keep on keeping on. As a reminder, we're always available if you want to reach out to us for anything. Patreon and Ko-fi are great ways to reach out to us, uh, you know, to give us money. iTunes is a great way to reach out to us with ratings and reviews. But if you actually want to communicate with us in any way, we are at VGA Team on Twitter. We have our page on Facebook, and the subreddit is a great way to be a part of the discussion. We're out there and all around. And you know what? Links to all of these things are available on our website, thevgat.com. T H E V G A T.com. Check that out if you haven't been there before. Well, there ain't much else to tell right now, so let's get back to these boys bickering about stuff. I guess I have questions. Bozo Bubba's gone. Well, I know, but... I so we're talking around this campfire now. I guess I'll just talk to myself a little bit. And I'm like, <laughs> hmm. You know what's weird? Like, uh, I didn't know there was like a heaven and a hell here. There's like demons and apparently there's angels too. In addition to gods and whatnot. So that's interesting. I'm just amusing to myself. Mm -hmm. New revelation. We so figure with infinite planes of existence. One is bound to be heaven, and one is bound to be hell. Well, so-called, I mean, we don't know if that's like the toppity-top. -top. Angels could be just like a fourth or third tier of whatever heaven is. Also, hell is subjective. Mm-hmm. You ever been to the American Girl doll store at MOI? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> How long does it take to make a doll there? Eternity. I don't know that. Well, they don't make dolls there. I thought they made them that there. Build-A-Bear kind of thing, right? I'm pretty oh. sure you can get them custom. Can you? At the store? Uh, yeah, you can get them, like, a, I don't know if they make them there if they order them, but you can get them, like, to look like you and whatever. Still like, sucks. Not like you, but if... Why are you crunching my dreams? You bring in a picture of... You know, <laughs> actually... I mean, why are you crunching my dreams right now, huh? <laughs> Exactly. Well, it's very well, sexist. Thought, like, yeah, it is. My thought uh -huh. was that they only look like little girls. But you're, I wonder if they make little boy ones. It's called American Girl Doll, though, right? Yeah, I don't girl think that they subjective. have a American okay. Boy Doll. Russian Boy Doll. American Girl Doll. <laughs> it's weird. You can just have it look like anybody you want. I got a picture of this guy. Yeah, you can, an 18-inch Boy Doll. Logan. Let me get a Logan. That store is like two or three levels of squealing little girl madness. Meet Logan, Tenny's bandmate and drummer. The 18-inch Logan boy doll has gray eyes that open and close. 
in short brown hair. This is really weird. Something smells like farts. What is the draw to these things? They have like super detailed clothing. Blair. Luciana. Is the detail the thing? I don't know. They they do um like close-ups of the stitching on the clothing. Oh. Alright, so you guys want to settle in for a long rest? Or was there anything else that you wanted to do in the meantime? Mm. Yeah. A, re- a rest would be good, I would feel, probably. Yep. Yep. Let's enjoy the warmth of this magical bean campfire. <laughs> All right. So you guys uh, have the opportunity to rest. And as you take the opportunity to rest, you also get to level up. Yay! Yeah. So we will break off here for a little bit while you guys level yes. up. and. When we come on back, we'll report back of what leveling up was like. Well, that's awesome. All right, gentlemen. Let's talk about the joys of leveling up. Any particular order we want to go in? Roscoe, it seems like yours was pretty short. Yeah, mine was short. Oh, I didn't do my hit points yet. Let's do that. What's your, what's your die? D8. I have two over here. Six. Take your six. All right. For your, what's your constitution? One. You more than that? Oh, yeah. So is it take your seven? I got seven HP. I get to add a, uh, add a D6 to my sneak attack, which is handy. Shit. All right. And I got the imposter ability for my rogue assassin. So I get the ability to unerringly mimic another person's speech, writing, and behavior. But first, I must spend at least three hours studying these three components of the person's behavior. Damn. My ruse is indiscernible to the casual observer. If a wary creature suspects something is amiss, you have advantage on any charisma check you make to avoid detection. And that's pretty much that. Nice. Oh, my proficiency bonus also went up a point. For a total of five. Coolio. Kolvik, tell me about your level. Um, well, first of all, I got a seven in my hit points, so I'm at a total of 83. And then I gained one seventh spell, and I chose Symbol, which is a glyph spell. And if uh, I can throw it 10 feet in diameter, and this has a range of different kind of um, effects, depending on what I choose at the time when I throw it. For example, death, each target makes the constitution saving throw, taking 10d10 necrotic damage or failed. Or let's say insanity, each target may make an intelligence saving throw on a failed serve, the target is driven insane for one minute. So it has just a, a range of cool abilities that can happen, and that might help out later on. The glyph goes off, and they're like, you know what? The wall is a good idea. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> Maybe a wall would be uh, solid. It's awesome. And then different abilities went up, like uh, proficiency went up one. So I'm at a proficiency pro uh, proficiency five. Cool. Oh, cool. Melvin. Well, for the twelfth level in a row, I've taken the standard addition to my <laughs> hit points. <laughs> my rolls suck, and I'm not willing to risk it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have gained a seventh level spell slot, and for that spell, I have chosen the uh, reverse gravity, which I'm hoping will cause lots of hilarity to ensue. 
and I too gained plus one to my proficiency bonus. I know. How big was the radius on that um, reverse gravity again? That reverse gravity, uh, it actually forms a cylinder. And uh, let me get the stats here. Do, 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 do. Stats. Do, do. A 50 foot radius, 100 foot high cylinder centered on a point within range. And the range is 100 feet. God damn. Should I read the whole spell? Does anybody want to hear it? I think that's good enough for now. Okay. I did have to look up radius versus diameter again just to be sure. Because that is cray cray. That's a huge volume of area. Volume of area. That doesn't make sense. That's a huge volume. That's a huge area. I could just shortcut that and say area. That's a shoot. That's a huge area. And uh, we kind of discussed the mechanics of this. And if I were to cast it outside in one turn, it sounds like everybody inside would essentially shoot to the top of this cylinder, which is 100 feet high. I'm trying to think of like, I'm imagining playing Portal, you know, where like, you shoot two holes in the ground and you jump into one, like, would you eventually reach, like, an equilibrium at the top, or do you just stop when you get to the top? That'd be really, that would feel really weird to go through that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Alright. Congrats on levels. Level 13. Invincible. We're now invincible. Ah, <laughs> uh, don't say. We're pretty much invincible. We are gods. Uh, Is there anything we can't do? Uh... Two out of three members of this group thinks we're God. Just wait what happens. You'll be surprised. You'll never believe what happens next. Mm Mm-hmm. There it is. You'll just have to listen. Somebody posted a comment on uh, on Reddit, and it was like, oh, it was a discussion about called shots in D&D. And they were like, you know, because you guys as players would be like, well, I want to, like, shoot my arrow at his eyes. And like, you know, eh, okay, well, let's say you can do that from now on. And that's like, you know, it's an extra difficulty to do that. And then the next turn, like, all right, so the orc draws his bow and shoots an arrow at your eyes. And it's like, <laughs> whoa, 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 wait a minute. They can't do that. <laughs> uh, nope, he shoots an arrow, it's a success, and uh, you're down an eye now. <laughs> but the discussion mm-hmm. basically came around to like, that's usually what shuts down players wanting to be able to do things is when you say that then the monsters then, can do it back. Exactly. Like, uh, what, what? But the way the guy wrote his response, I just could not help but read it as clickbait of like, this one simple trick will stop your players dead in their tracks. Like, <laughs> Shoot their eyes out. <laughs> <laughs> shoot them right in the, shoot them right in the dick. <laughs> They'll stop instantaneously. Now what do we do? <laughs> We've killed everything. You've killed everything. Everything is dead. Uh, so you guys, you guys wake up the following morning after having taken your rest and learned your new spells and abilities and all that other stuff. I guess what Roscoe was just like practicing his impressions all night. <laughs> um, you wake up in the morning and you realize that it has been some time. Um, since you've seen any of the farms or buildings or uh, any of those sorts of things and you caught up with those hills that you were seeing in the distance Uh, they're not huge but they do prevent you from seeing any great distance in any direction the road continues on cutting as straight of a path as ever and uh, you get the impression that the land is just a little more colorless and a little more dangerous where we go from here is that you guys are traveling east along this road 
you have a choice on how you move forward. You can travel at a normal pace, which just means kind of strolling along the road. Uh, you can take your time and move more carefully and kind of stealthily. Uh, that is going to make the journey itself take longer, but will reduce your chances of running into anything hostile. Because uh, we're going to do something that we've never really done before, which is you guys journeying over a long stretch and potentially having random encounters. Uh, you can also choose to travel swiftly, which will reduce the total time traveled, but will increase the odds of you bumping into something. The old Oregon Trail uh, scenario here. Mm-hmm. Okay. You want to take your time and kill a mm-hmm. bear, get 100 mm-hmm. pounds of meat? What are you going to do? Mm, can't hold it all, but... What do you say, fellas, swiftly? Uh, you do have one other option, by the way. Mm-hmm. Your other option is you can do a forced march. Most D&D travel basically assumes you're going to travel for like eight hours in a given day. Uh, forced march would be more like doing like 12 hours, so you get about 150% of whatever your movement would have been. Um, the disadvantage of doing this is that it's going to add points of exhaustion to you. Taking a long rest successfully will remove points of exhaustion, but you're kind of taking a gamble there of whether or not you're actually going to get to sleep all the way through the night. At this point, you don't know how long your journey will be, and you don't know how much your odds are impacted by going faster or slower, but this is the information that I'm giving you at the start of this journey, and, well, we'll just see how this goes. Fast. I want to go fast. Super fast. I like to go fast. Do you want to go fast and do a forced march, or are you going to just go fast? I don't well, know if I want to do the forced march thing. Well, I want to get this over with and get Chad out of the way. I'm also lazy. <laughs> <laughs> Quite possibly the laziest. Yeah, but fast. I want to get Chad out of the way, but like, it doesn't have to happen today. Should have brought our horses. Yeah, you're right, huh? Man. Let's wait a recall, go back and get our horses, because this sucks. Can we, yeah, let's go back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done with this. We're done with this. Um, Chad will take care of himself eventually. I would also like to do a faster approach, but I, uh, forcefully, I would agree with uh, you, Melvin, and I would follow your lead, even though you took my damn decanter of water. Yep, serves you right. Don't sass. <laughs> I will march, but not under your direction. Roscoe, what's your uh, what's your choice here? Fast? I'm with I'm with Melvin. Uh, fast, but not too fast. Okay. <laughs> All right. So what we're gonna do here then <laughs> at a medium pace? <laughs> Pushing it in and out at a medium pace. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. You don't know? Oh. Is it what is it? The shampoo bottle song? <laughs> what? You guys never heard that song? I am really learning new things today. There we go. <laughs> I haven't heard this in like 20 years. Alright. Now I know the medium pace song. Oh, yeah. There it is. So... We'd like to go at a (coughs) medium pace. So you guys are choosing to move fast. Yeah, fast, but not at a marching pace. Genuous. But not a forced march. Nope. All right. (sighs) Fuck. And let's just, let's just go around the circle and do rolls. Because there's going to be quite a few rolls to make all the things. So grab your D20s. Grab your Ds. Grab your Ds. Mm -hmm. Melvin, we'll start with you. Why do you want to start with me? Because 
Well, we don't have to. Let's not. Go. Somebody else go. All right. Bob, go, and then let's go on. All right. We'll go the other way. Cinco. You got a one? That's my roll. Cinco is one? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Would a Cinco ever be one? Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. The first of May. Five jars of mayonnaise. Uh, All right. If you rolled a one, straight into combat. Here we go. That's what happens? I rolled a five, though. You did. So what? What's the uh... <laughs> straight into combat? Sounds like. Mm-hmm. So basically, what this is, what the the like mechanical thing happening in the background that you guys don't know <laughs> is that there is a table that I have a chart to, like a magic bean table. Basically, yeah. Thanks, Melvin, for not going first. Who knows? I could have done way worse. <laughs> that if I, I've been more in combat, how can you do worse in combat? One through five, that's combat. You Does a low number also mean a tougher enemy? I will say that rolling lower is more likely to have combat, because that was just easier to mechanically do for me to say, when you guys move faster, you get a negative penalty to your whether or not you avoid combat roll. Mm-hmm. So, running over a hill and screaming towards you guys is a group of three very large and very ugly orcs. Bring it on. We're gods. <laughs> Invincible. Oh my god. Wait for it. Wait for it. And party wipeout. What do you th- say, guys? Is this a good time for reverse gravity? It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, me and uh, Roscoe put immovable rods on. Oh yeah. Does it affect us? No. Depends on if you're in the circle or not. Yeah. Just just don't get into the reverse gravity circle. <laughs> so would that affect a, we've, um, a rod? A rod is fixed in place. So like, gravity wouldn't really matter with it then? I mean, you're going to get like lifted up, so you'll be hanging onto it upside down, um, but mm-hmm. the rod itself will stay fixed. That's, so just, I mean, you got to have a good grip. The rod hasn't been affected by gravity Ever. That's kind of its thing, right? Mm-hmm. It is fixed in space. Space. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, yeah, I need some initiative rolls here. Uh, two. Two is what I rolled, Colvin. <laughs> so you're welcome. <laughs> that was the last roll. That didn't determine us to get in this spot, so... That was the first roll of this round of whatever. Jesus didn't decide that. What? What? How do you, I don't know. How do you know he didn't? Roscoe, what'd you get for your initiative? Uh, 15. Kolvik? 21. Melvin? 4. Sorry, I didn't mean to make you live your shame again. Just... <laughs> Wait, what'd you get for your roll? <laughs> 2 is my roll, plus my initiative bonus is 2. Your initiative is 2? Why is it not? What's yours? My initiative? Yeah. 5. Oh. What's yours? 3. That's how I was... Confused for a second. Sucks to suck. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Tell but I, I just thought everyone's was the same. What oh. determines initiative? Is it dexterity or what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm not well, very not very dexterous. I am extremely dexterous. Yes, you are. Can you like... Do you hear that world? You extremely know, dexterous. Touch your toes? I can. <laughs> Why would you bring that up? That's such a painful topic. <laughs> Can you pull a Marilyn Manson, or... You think that's true? I do. No. I do think that's true. I don't think that's true. 
you think there's a video of anybody even coming close to doing that? Yeah. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to look for it, but I want it. Hold on. Waiting. Melvin, waiting. Autofillating? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, there are people that can uh, do that. Autofillating? Yes, another word I had no clue about. Ah, it's awesome. And so anyway, while you look at pictures of people blowing themselves. thing <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're actually doing. <laughs> Kolvik's got a 21. Oh, Roscoe's yeah. got a 15. Abe's got 13. Abe being one of the three orcs. Charles oh, yeah, being another guy. orc um, with nine. Barbara being uh, eight in turn order. And we roll it on back up with Melvin. I the- told my wife about what we're doing tonight. I'm like, yeah, we're going to go look for Chad the Lich. And she laughed. She said, Chad? I'm like, yeah. What else would his name be? Todd. Uh, Chad, exactly. Todd? Charles? What do you want? Devin. <laughs> That's my boss's name. <laughs> Alright. Um, so uh, these guys are yep. pretty close, grouped up, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are pretty close and grouped up, so there they are in front of you. Well, I'm gonna... I can start with the opening salvo of reverse gravity. Uh, well, you get to be at the end of the turn order. Kolvik gets to go first. Oh, I thought you mm-hmm. said me. Oh, I'm sorry. Yep. There's a bunch of orcs running at you. Hostile encounter. Time for negotiation is over. They could just want hugs. I mean, I am an orc. I could maybe persuade them otherwise. Hug orcs. I doubt it. We will hug them. You doubt that? Okay, I also doubt that. Are they covered in ash again? No, these are just regular dirty orcs. You're saying all orcs are dirty? uh, I'm saying they're regular orcs. Shield of Faith, a creature of my choice for a plus two bonus and I will choose that to Roscoe because Melvin is the 100% guy to run away from everything. So, Roscoe, please get a plus two to your AC. I'm rubbing your decanter on my balls right now. (laughs) (laughs) You can't do that till your turn, okay? He's got you there. That's what I'm going to use my turn for. Okay, maybe then, but right now you're doing nothing. Uh, Kovic, did you want to do anything else on your turn? I will stand in front of Melvin while he prepares to do something with my decanter. Alrighty, on over to Roscoe. I will shoot one of these ugly bastards with my bow and arrow. Shoot him in the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you know they can shoot you in the eyes back. Uh, I'm gonna shoot at Charles. Shooting at Charles. He's in charge of my days and my nights. Charles in charge. Charles in charge. It's a 22. 22 is an excellent roll. You definitely strike home on Charles. 12 damage. Plus your two force damage is a grand total of 14. Blammo. Charles takes some damage. Who's in charge now? Charles. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Did you want to do anything else on your turn? I'll creep ahead a little bit. Cool. Creep. We move over to Abe. Do, 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 do. I'm loving. I'm loving, Abe. These guys are screwed. <laughs> they don't even know what they stumbled upon. No. Don't. Death is what they found. Oh my god. This is just a flat wasteland, right? We saw them coming from like maybe a half a mile away. Mm, it's like hilly, so they probably came over from a hill. You probably saw them like a hundred feet away. Were they screaming the whole time though? <laughs> like idiots. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 so the more weird creatures, weak creatures, because we're gods, we fight, do we get more uh, experience? Um, 
I mean, you get experience for fighting things in a way. Um, we do a different kind of leveling up in this game. We do what's referred to as milestone leveling. Okay. So I give you guys levels based on like more about plot items that you do than about encounters, but. So exactly how up. many experience points are we? <laughs> <laughs> well, you have exactly zero because we've never tallied them up. You have all returned to level one since you asked that question. No. <laughs> we are no longer gods. <laughs> Who's invincible now? We are demigods. You de-leveled mid-combat. Uh, so these creatures, by the way, are actually the Orc Eye of Groomsh. Uh, and they have a special trait called aggressive. As a bonus action, this orc can move up to its speed towards a hostile creature that it can see. So effectively it gets dash uh, as a bonus action rather than as an action. Speed is 30. Let's measure some distances. This is not good. Abe's distance to Kolvik, since Kolvik is nearest. 50 feet. Wow. Abe's able to get right up in your grill there, Kolvik. Mm-hmm. Come at me, bro. And... Uh, you're going to get attacked by an orc. Oh. Uh-oh. That orc's going to spear you. Okay. Well, he's going to attempt to spear you anyway. Um, that orc does... With an 18. Does that hit you? Kovic, does that hit you? Kovic, 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 that misses. All right. 18 is a miss. That's a long journey for the little Charles guy. Charles is now going to run at Roscoe. And uh, i tell you what. He's going to attack you. Fuck him. Come on, you piece of shit. Oh, that is a critical fucking hit. What? That's going to be... That's going to be a total of 17 damage for you there, Roscoe. What was the point of my shield for you? Seriously. I'm just going to take that off now. You do not deserve that. No, that's bueno. Let me just measure out some distance for Barbara. Barbara's not able to get all the way there. Hashtag disappointed. Barbara gets to within five feet, but not enough to actually hit. And Melvin, it transitions to you. All right, well, I got a new spell with this level, and I'm itching to use it, so... <laughs> I'm going to cast Reverse Gravity. Oh, no! And try to capture a Barbara and Charles inside of this 100-foot-tall <laughs> cylinder. <laughs> Excellent. Um, let's say you are able to very precisely put this cylinder out there. Abe, Barbara, and Charles are caught up in it, and I'm assuming you don't want Kolvik and Roscoe caught up in it, or yourself. Uh, can I get Kolvik in there? <laughs> <laughs> that w- uh, might that be without too close. giving Abe, so... Yeah, just the orcs, please. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just the orcs. Uh, all right, so reverse gravity. This spell reverses gravity in a 50-foot radius, 100-foot high cylinder, centered on a point within range. All creatures and objects that aren't somehow anchored to the ground in the area fall upward and reach the top, blah, blah, blah. Uh, there are no fixed objects for these things to try and grab onto, so that doesn't count. They can grab onto each other. Hold <laughs> <laughs> <Old> me. <man. laughs> if an object or creature reaches the top of the area without striking anything, it remains there, oscillating slightly for the duration. Uh, and then at the end of the duration, they fall. So you have one minute of these guys falling. So they're, they zip up 100 feet up in the air, uh, stabilize, oscillate slightly, etc. Um, and that's where they are. <laughs> so they're... They go immediately to the top of the cylinder, so they're now 100 feet in the air. They're 100 feet in the air. Cool. 
Um, and this is a concentration spell? Yes, this is concentration. So as long as you concentrate, that's where they are. Well, guys, should we carry on with our walk here? (laughs) (laughs) How long does, I mean, how far does this effect last? One minute, uh, up to one minute, but But I can just decide to end it whenever I want. But like, it just has no distance. So the cylinder is 100 feet tall that it extends to, so they're now at the top of this cylinder, which is 100 feet up in the air. Um, I target 50 foot radius, so once we move past the 50 foot radius, they fall, correct? No, the cylinder is just 50 foot wide, 100 feet tall that they're inside of right now. sorry, the range is 100. So there's no radius. Casting range, he can cast the center of it out to 100 feet. Okay. But once he's got it and he's concentrating on it, he can get miles. He, he, he wouldn't be matter. able to get far enough away in one. There's no distance. Yeah. Okay. All right. So as long as he's concentrating, they're up there for a minute. Okay. Um, anything else in your turn? Um, you could push Kolvik into it now. <laughs> <laughs> but you'd have to succeed on like a strength check or something. Yeah. You can. Oh, can I spray him into that with the decanter? <laughs> the, the decanter takes <laughs> an, an action. action. All right. Well, I think um, what's ultimately going to happen is what goes up has to come down. So I think I'm just going to back up because these guys are eventually going to fall. And uh, I don't want to be wherever they land. So I'm just going to back up and maybe whisper to the guys that, you know, they should back up too. (laughs) Get get on out of the way. All right, Kolvik, uh, you now don't have any orcs directly in front of you. They're 100 feet up in the air. as As a joke... As a, a funny, I'm going to grab Melvin and act like I'm going to push him in. So, so he is now 30 feet away. Mm-hmm. So you go. I'm going to go up to him. Jump 30 feet over there. Yep, and, and I'm not going to act like I'm going to push him in. So you're not actually trying to move him. I'm not you're just trying like, to move him, but I'm going to grab him and like act like I'm going to throw him in it. Older brother, wrestling. And so I'm going to try to do an intimidation check on him. Okay. Um, why don't you do an intimidation roll, and then uh, Melvin, you can do... Just give me like a charisma save to see if you fall for it. Oh if boy. you think he's really trying to push you into it or not. So I'm doing a charisma save? Yes. Alright. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's an 18. Got a natural 20. Alright, so Kolvik's performance is like pretty convincing like, <laughs> he comes over and starts grabbing you and he's like oh, come on motherfucker and like you're like holy shit he's really trying to do this and that's the message what turn. I'm, yep. <laughs> yeah, the message is I'm trying to show him that stop messing with me kind of thing you stole my decanter you've done this and threatened to push me into it stop well, you didn't know about Episode 68, A Clue, was released on January 27th, 2019. The clock is ticking until the next episode of... Vegan! 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 The Very Good Adventuring Team! No.
na 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 na